Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. We've got a special guest for the show today. Welcome, Tyler of the Almond Mom Pod. How you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm so good. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Good. I'm excited for us to podcast together. You were kind of like the first creator that I met here in Denver, and you make different comedy sketches basically on TikTok and Instagram, and you just started this podcast. Yes, we yeah. are so excited. I'm really excited to be branching out of sketch comedy and then kind of use that as a way to branch out my platform. A lot of my skits are the Almond Mom skit where I talk about health and wellness and make jokes about my mom who's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so now that I have a podcast, it's a really good way to open up that conversation and really continue it with other people it's super fun yeah the phrase almond mom is so funny because um my mom who unfortunately her name is karen so she like keeps like every every year there's like a new label she hates the karen stereotype but she is an almond mom and i relate to those videos so much like when you go home for christmas and you are like chowing down on cacao nibs because like there's nothing tasty in the pantry type of thing. Exactly. It's like where were so... you when you first found the phrase almond mom? Oh my God. I was on TikTok actually a little over a year ago and yeah. I saw people start doing like, they started calling Yolanda Hadid the almond mom and then we started normalizing it as like, ooh, POV, my almond mom's pantry. Yep. So I was like one of the first <laughs> ones to actually like turn it into like, a bit after that because I was like oh this sounds exactly like Sarah Bender let yeah. me continue this yeah <laughs> and she would actually my mom would even help me write them because a year ago I was living <laughs> at home and we would like sit there together and be like what is the most unhinged thing you said this month mom let's <laughs> make a TikTok about that I think my mom's and I think it comes from a place too of like you know obviously there's so many aspects of society being like be skinny be less be smaller be quieter be thinner and also especially for women especially women of that generation like give more of yourself like be right selfless and we always like i got my mom because she takes almond mom to the level where she brings in like the generous mother spirit she always wants to split a tea bag and we're always like <laughs> indulge like stop have the whole tea, a tea bag. bag i've never heard of that <laughs> what i think it also comes down to like we're a very frugal family okay actually me yeah. too that's a lot of ours as well like mm -hmm. it's like maybe you i'm very much not an excess person so i kind of see where some of the things come from like my mom would give out old like crusty chip bags for Halloween because she didn't believe in buying candy but also because she was frugal <laughs> yeah it's like the in the Venn diagram of almond moms and frugals there's like a new type and that would be like a Costco almond mom or something yeah. you know <laughs> and you had the great idea of talking about Yolanda Hadid because when you think almond mom I immediately think Yolanda Hadid. There's like Gwyneth Paltrow who slips into there. Maybe a little bit of some, you know, models with their diets. Like Bella Hadid would probably slot in there as well. Which celebrities to you stick out as like Almond Mom or at least they've kind of got a reputation for like having their own opinions about food? Ooh, so <laughs> Jillian Michaels haunts my nightmares. Yeah. She was on the same Hulu special as my mom and I were. My mom and I and a couple other body positive influencers were on this show talking about uh, our journeys with our bodies and food and just becoming a little more body positive and developing a better relationship with food. And then Jillian Michaels, it cuts to Jillian Michaels <laughs> and she deadass is like... I think the body positivity movement is trash and we don't need that. Mm -hmm. It's dangerous and I'm just watching back the special. I'm like, 
who invited her? <laughs> Wait, so yeah, was she invited on as like this opposing view, basically? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It just is all this positivity, and it cuts to her just yeah. straight up. This is dumb. Yeah, she's like, I'm a hater. Straight I'm a up. hater for real. I'm a hater, and I'm a hater else. with rock hard abs. Look at me. Yeah. So as that's, she's talking, she's yeah. like doing crunches. She probably damaged a generation. So I, yeah. I, th- I think she goes in there, and then the Hadid's solid. I mean, let's be real here. Probably way more celebrities than we think are almond moms. Or mm. you know who else? Glenn Howerton. Did you see his, from It's Always Sunny, did you see his pantry tour? No. What was in it? Oh, my God. He's like a psychopath. Like, he opens it, and it's like a white, sterile fridge, like a serial killer, (laughs) full of, like, charred greens. And you're like, oh, yeah, lovely. It's just funny, too, because so many people have had struggles with eating, and I feel like I can spot anyone at the grocery store because I've had my own, like, anytime somebody's putting <laughs> rice cakes rice cakes in, <laughs> or, like, those, um, those, uh, oh, my God, and I literally have them in my pantry right now, those gummies that just have fiber in them. Oh, no. Like, those ones are yeah. a clear sign. Anybody who's being, like, ooh, like, that fruit. Anytime somebody's, like, that fruit, fruit has too much sugar in it I'm like, like ooh, like we're we're probably where you in at? you know troubling territory here and there are some people where you watch to me and we'll talk about obviously the Hadiths it's when people talk about food as it's good or it's bad or it's like evil or like carbs are the demon and it's right. like oh my god like we really need to take it down a notch like broccoli is technically a carb and okay. to me it just shows that people don't really understand nutrition or you know like vitamins like what you get from food but instead it's just almost like how we did pop psychology with narcissist and gaslight now you do like pop nutrition and it's like all carbs are bad and like fats are I don't know bad or good depending on no that's so interesting because it's like how is keto how do we have keto and also fat is bad existing in the same world like there are so many diets and they all contradict it's so ridiculous to me And also, I think it's interesting to know people who have never struggled with food because my boyfriend never given a shit about what he's eating. And he's like, Tyler, why are you so passionate about your next meal? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe because I've not let myself eat a bagel for 20 years. Maybe that's why. I don't know. (laughs) I had a friend of mine, um, Cece. She's been on the podcast before. Shout out to our episode on celebrity lawsuits and succession. And she had this, we were like grabbing drinks a couple months ago, and she had this incredible insight where she said that women treat food almost the same way that like they also treat sex in the sense of like, oh my God, like I want it so much, but it would be like so bad for me. Like I shouldn't, like it's tempting me, but I can't. And like, I'd be so bad if I did this and like, I have to ration it because it wouldn't be good if I like overindulged, I'd be seen as less than. Like there are a lot of, parallels between it that's it's like creepy yeah that's really <laughs> upsetting I'm like going through my mind being like like we fantasize about I, food I secretly like- got myself donuts because I didn't want anybody to see me getting them this Ew, morning mistress snack you know <laughs> yeah, like on the side my little afternoon delight yeah but then like I don't know the the broth or the salad is like the husband food and then like the ice cream is the broth that you meet on vacation that's so gross to me oh my so, god there's I mean food is just emotional and I've heard from a lot of people too that food influencers make the most amount of money out of all types you would think right like seriously makeup or skincare but makeup and skincare you put it on like once twice a day food 
and drinks, you're interacting with that like three plus, sometimes six times a day. It centers around every holiday, every gathering, 4th of July, Christmas, like Thanksgiving. So food is just everywhere all around us. So obviously it's emotional and obviously people have thoughts on it. Today's episode is brought to you by Olive and June. If you are looking for a way to get a salon quality manicure, from the comfort of your own home, you got to check out the Olive and June Manny system. They basically give you one box. You can customize it with your choice of six polishes. The polish quality is great. It doesn't chip. It lasts seven days or more, and it breaks down to just $2 a manicure. Uh, For me personally, every time I've tried to do my nails at home prior, it looks like a kindergartner did it, but Olive and June has this great attachment called a poppy. You put it on the handle of the brush and it just makes it a lot easier to give yourself, like I said, that salon quality manicure. They also have other items as well as an award-winning cuticle serum and an acetone-free polish remover pot. So... If you want to, visit oliveandjune.com slash fluently and you can get 20% off of your first Manny system. That is O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E.com slash F-L-U-E-N-T-L-Y for 20% off of your first Manny and system with Olive and June. Should we dive into Yolanda? Let's get it. So she is basically the ultimate celebrity almond mom. And a few things have come from this. I think the most iconic moment was basically when Yolanda Hadid, she was filming herself getting her breast implants removed, which honestly, transparent queen. Yeah, (laughs) period. I love that. Like, show me it. That's what I want to watch celebrities doing it. And Gigi called up and said she wasn't feeling good. And she said have two almonds and chew them real well and chew them really well (laughs) so once again those are like two things that stick out to me in terms of is somebody having trouble with you know eating almonds and then the notion of chewing things really Really well well. that's like such like anorexia tumbler vibes oh for real I mean, the only thing that I've heard in her defense is that something there's something in almonds that like has some sort of healing property (laughs) and chewing them really well. But I don't know. I I see her defending herself and I'm like, this is, it's going to be hard to come back from this one. on. It's because it's the, okay, if she just, because chewing things really well does help your digestion. So, but if she said, have a hearty meal and chew it really well, I would be like, okay, that's good. Or if she said, have a couple almonds. Well, and then all of her prior offenses that you see watching back the series, you're like, oh God, this is bad. But that's where the term almond mom came from was that scene. So it's iconic. History was being made. Breast implants were being taken out and almonds (laughs) Almonds were were going in. (laughs) It was crazy. (laughs) And I think it's funny because she tried to defend herself to that. And she said that, It's because she was coming out of surgery. She wasn't feeling good. She doesn't even remember why she said two. There was no rhyme or reason to it. It's such a silly narrative that's out there. And I'm like, if she was half asleep, you know, like half asleep words are awake words, drunk words or sober thoughts. I would never say have two that almonds. is so incredibly so spe- specific. Yes. It's just like insane. No, I think if it were what would a half asleep person actually say with two almonds that and chew them really well it's the specific yes. instructions that is really irking me like if you were half asleep you'd be like eat something yeah that's what i'm saying i'm like ugh, i'm so sad for those poor girls 
And like you said, there's been so many different instances of this. People have put together these scathing compilation videos of all the time Yolanda Hadid has been toxic around food. There was one time where it was Gigi Hadid's birthday party and she a cake oh. came out and Yolanda says, you can have one night of being bad and then you've got to get back on your diet. And once again, we see that language of good and bad, black and white and like labeling foods like that what's even worse is if you watch the clip she cuts a slice of cake and then she makes her cut it in half again and then half again and half again and i think it ends up being like a one by one inch square of cake it's like not even a full bite it's one forkful and she's like scolding her she's like enjoy this now and then she says that iconic line it's horrible and the vibe is so rancid like so rancid. eating a piece of cake even if it's the tiniest piece of cake if you eat it in the comfort of your house and you're like i'm really gonna love this one bite maybe it'll be a good bite if yolanda hadid is over your shoulder making eye contact with you <laughs> and saying you have to get back on your diet i would be like it's not even like you it's just, not even worth you it you killed no. the vibe mom you know no like, that's tragic and then also what's interesting too is that she has said before because obviously people have come up to her or asked her in interviews like hey why are you so psychotic about this stuff Yolanda Hadid first of all you gotta love how she really rides for almonds so she first said in response to criticism I always have a bag of almonds or a different kind of nut in my bag because when my blood sugar drops I can grab a handful of nuts and eat them it's really good for that but it's not that I use it as a diet food I don't believe in diets anyway and like how obtuse do you have to be? There's so many different quotes of her telling Gigi, get on your diet, get on your diet. Like the words, it just makes me so mad when celebrities That's do that. so incredibly fake. Or even like her Vogue diet special that came out a couple years ago and she literally is eating probably a thousand calories yes. a day. So she's like, I have oatmeal for breakfast, arugula for lunch, not a salad, arugula for lunch. Which and is then, like another like red flag. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Arugula in your cart and nothing else. And go, ooh. Yeah, like you mm. brought this up. Her, um, what I eat in a day series, and then so I bad. went on like a rampage of watching everybody's what I eat in a day. So she starts with oatmeal. Um, oh no, no, no. You know what she really starts with? Is it coffee? Not coffee. Is it a lemon water? It's lemon. A water. lemon water. And then Miranda Kerr was also drinking lemon water. Mm. Who is first of all? That's actually really bad for your teeth to start with lemon water. Right, and like we have so much evidence to show that it doesn't do anything. So I'm just so confused. Like who's lobbying these celebrities to tell us to have lemon water? And these influencers yeah. too. They all wake up and have lemon water, and I just want to scream from the rooftops. I know you don't. <laughs> like maybe a few people do everyone i'm so confused it, the classic influencer eating what i eat in a day yeah. it's like body check and underwear yeah obviously. lemon juice then it's like a bloom nutrition green yeah and then it's a coffee and then it's like 20 supplements and they get a little bit of like journaling too oh journaling and then some sort of yoga flow you see or usually scenes. like they open up their curtains so the silhouettes <laughs> like right on their like hip i'm like okay of course yeah <laughs> oh my gosh i can't when they start out in underwear i'm yep. like that is so <laughs> unnecessary isn't that crazy so yeah so yolanda starts off with lemon water then lemon she has almond or sorry she has oatmeals but there's almonds in it mm. and she put strawberries in there i'm like i know you're not drinking the strawberries and <laughs> butter in the oatmeal which i thought was rancid oh, I saw the butter yeah that is rancid but i do remember that fat keeps you full 
yeah so she put in these tiniest the tiniest sliver, sliver of butter, <laughs> of butter. <laughs> then you're right she has like arugula and i don't know some like salad yeah so then she had a snack of warm goat's milk oh i remember that yeah. <laughs> and she had like a little goat milk mustache on her face too <laughs> when she did it and then for dinner she had it was like soup, soup broth, broth with like some veggies in it and she was talking about how it's so good for digestion because it's already boiled so it digests easy and it's just like that that soup was probably 70 calories yeah no and the best part is the girl she's like i love when the girls come home from a busy day at work and yeah. just need something hearty so i make like them the broth, 70 like calorie water. soup it's see can you see how this video is imprinted on my mind yeah. and i haven't watched it in years <laughs> that's how damaging this was to my like teenage mind yeah and even just watching the video is you feel stifled you feel restricted you don't feel free like i cannot even imagine growing up with that as an influence and the girls were mainly raised by yolanda hadid there's a lot of drama about their father and how he's kind of like a scam artist so Oh, it wasn't wow. really like a two-parent household that they were growing up in. It was just Yolanda. So there wasn't even a dad to be like, hey, we could get a Sicilian pizza tonight or something like that. <laughs> so um, she has also made different videos about this. She did one TikTok video where she did hashtag worst mom ever, and she's seen snacking on like a large bowl of almonds and like worshiping the almonds. It just completely fell flat on TikTok, and it actually got flagged with a warning. You know where on TikTok they say I like know. participating in this activity could cause injury to yourself Stop or others. Stop it. <laughs> That's that. the ultimate diss. <laughs> on her Thanks, almond TikTok. video. Oh my gosh. I mean, I understand how hard it is when the whole internet's coming down on you and it feels like everybody hates you and is calling you a bad mother, but... Yeah. I don't know if lying about it was the way to go, homie. <laughs> and it's it's hard because you can t she cares a lot about her children. I will say that. Yeah. But yeah. it just seems like she cares about them in a presentation sense. Did you see how in that Vogue video she had all of the magazine covers that Gigi and Bella Hadid have ever been on? And they like plastered the entire apartment. It's like a shrine to the model lifestyle in there. Stop. Yeah. And of course she's also a victim of the society that told her she had to be a certain way to have value too like she yeah. was also a model so there is that side of it but if you just wish she could be the one to take care of her daughters and feed them or something like that I, and i think that's what most people said in the video they're like look w women of that generation grew up with you know the pressures even more on them right and for sure if you want to have a broth and call it a hearty meal like you know you could do that to yourself it's the saying it to your daughters and like so drilling that into them that people have issues so um before we get into how this affected bella and gigi just her last quote for her oh. she says for me i eat super clean which by the way that's like another red flag word to me clean and super healthy because I need to for keeping the inflammation down in my body. If I eat something that isn't right for me, I get inflammation and it aggravates the Lyme disease in my system. I am not about diets to lose weight. For me, a healthy diet, <laughs> thought you didn't believe in them, but whatever, uh, is a healthy lifestyle which translates into feeling good and managing my life. And this gets into the biggest kind of mystery on the internet. Does Yolanda Hadid have Lyme disease real as hell? I also think oh, yeah. it was created by the government. That's an episode for another time, but there's stuff coming out about that. Chronic Lyme is something that no official doctor has ever signed off on. And chronic Lyme is something where you don't need a bite from a tick to have what? it. And it gives you a lot of different chronic symptoms, basically. 
And there's a lot of things like I think Hashimoto's, right, is what um, Gigi Hadid has. And it's just interesting that the entire Hadid family has some sort has of chronic Lyme or some sort of chronic condition, which like my heart goes out to people with chronic conditions. Like it's such hell to have. And it's something that's annoying because you can't point to like a bruise or a blood test and be like, look, this is how much yeah, it hurts. Right. But there's just so many weird things. And what was also interesting was that in the Yolanda Hadid memoir, which Celebrity Memoir Book Club has a great episode about it, they were saying that a lot of her symptoms are the same symptoms that women get when they have breast implants that mess up their body. And that was something that Yolanda Hadid's husband had mentioned to her. And she ended up having her implants removed and felt a lot better. So I think a lot of people were saying, were these symptoms actually related to like an adverse reaction from having the implants in your body? Had you heard of that? Oh, my God. No, I just heard that a lot of people were sus about her Lyme disease because there wasn't a whole lot of like evidence about it. Something like that just was like she was always talking about she always talks about her chronic illness but there wasn't a whole lot to back it up that's what i had heard yeah it just made a lot of people suspicious specifically i think there was like a showdown on the housewives where they accused her of being um what is it hypochondriac or (gasps) something like that where like you want to be sick or almost like munchausen with her daughters yeah geez yes like i could see her as being the type of mother where she almost gets delighted when her child is like sick or in pain or needs her because then she gets to come into their life and exert control over everything and feel like she's doing what she's supposed to see that happening oh yeah i could (laughs) see that in like a wheelchair you know we're like oh my god (laughs) she gypsy roses her daughter oh no the uh, act part two it's, it's just why and like she is kind of making her children sick in a way yeah it does seem that way both Gigi and Bella have talked about how this has affected them and they don't ever say that it's because of their mom but like let's be honest so let's be real we'll start with Gigi um she sat down with the times and she said that when she started out on the runway she was very routine with her diet and she says when I started out I was a heavily trained volleyball player and I had a certain body type from that at that time fashion hadn't started to get into a more inclusive body image conversation and have you heard the Yolanda quotes about her playing volleyball she was so embarrassed that her daughter played (laughs) volleyball I was like oh my god didn't she call it like a manly sport or something yeah she said that it was going to give Gigi a bulky body type It was a masculine sport. Modeling was more feminine. And she wanted her daughter to encourage modeling so she could develop more as a woman or as a woman. And then she also said that um, volleyball players are like big and bulky. And I think she said something at one point, too, that like volleyball players are lesbians or something. Oh, my God. And keep (laughs) in mind that she's 15 at this time. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. And gorgeous. And gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, um, So anyway, it's funny that Gigi in talking to the times is talking about her body as a volleyball player. And that had to have come from her mother because she was so skinny, like as a volleyball player to be ashamed of that body is that just doesn't happen. You know? So she continues. She says, I was probably harder on my body than I should have been. I wasn't starving myself, but I was very routined. Uh, Since then, I've gotten into this idea of body neutrality. I love my body for what it has done, but I'm not obsessed with it. And I'm curious what you have heard about the concept of body neutrality. I kind of hear it picking up. Yeah. Honestly, I'm really interested in body neutrality. Like when I think of how do I want to raise my kids, I'm like, that honestly sounds like a good way to go because 
being body positive kind of puts a lot of pressure on me to feel like I have to always love my body and have to always be so excited. Sometimes I feel like, and I know this isn't exactly body positive, but like sometimes I feel like, oh girl, you got to flaunt what you got. And sometimes I'm like, I just don't even want to think about my body. Like I just want to put on like a night dress where I cannot see it. I don't want to look in a mirror. I don't want to like, I just don't want to address it. Like, and maybe that's not a very healthy way to take it, but sometimes I feel better if I just like don't acknowledge because even if I do say like, girl, even if somebody has come to me and say, girl, I love your curves, then it's like, oh, I have curves. Are, yeah. are my curves good enough? Are my curves bad? Is that different from the girl who doesn't have curves? So it is body positive can sometimes be a mind fuck, I think, as well. Do you have an experience with body neutrality? I mean, I'm, I love the concept of it because I feel like sometimes we – we out of good intentions we like swing too far right right so like it, people hated their body it's like well now you have to love it right even i was thinking about this with um like the issues of feminism because mm-hmm. i think olivia rodrigo and taylor swift are absolutely beefing because i've just heard some stuff <laughs> and when you say that people are like it's anti-feminist and it's like we went from like okay women were pitted against each other to now like all women have to love each other like we just swing a little bit too far and it puts too many expectations on us to do just this huge amount of work. Like, oh yeah. my God, I can't always be on. I can't always be at 100%. That is so much work and so many expectations. It almost feels heavier. It's so hard. So I'm a big fan of body neutrality for sure. Me too. I remember I got a nose job back in 2018, 17. And when I was growing up, I like hated my nose. And I remember after I got my nose done, I just didn't think about my nose ever and to me that was better than being like I love my nose it's like my favorite instead I was just like huh that's crazy I haven't thought about my nose at all in the last three weeks that's and such a treat yeah that to me is the biggest load off and if I could just not think about my body that would be incredible right <laughs> like as sometimes when I'm really killing it I get into this place where I'm like my body is just this place that I live yeah it just takes me from point a to point b I live here I do things here but it's not my value. It's not my worth. It's it's just like my stupid apartment I'm renting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who cares if my apartment even is in a this economy? Apartment. Yeah, yeah I can't own my part. body. I have to rent it. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Gigi continued further in this article. She said it was just her thoughts on her appearance. She said, "I don't think I'm the prettiest person in the world. Some Botox could probably help, but I'm not so obsessed with caring that I want to do anything about it." And I always find that fascinating when these models are like. Sometimes I want, I hear certain Victoria's Secret models be like, in their beautiful South African accents, they're like, I have insecurities too. And I want to be like, point, (laughs) show me where, like, what is it? You know, I mean, it's crazy to think that the most beautiful people in the world are probably going through the same stuff we are. It just seems crazy. It's totally comforting. But I do feel for them when people criticize them for saying stuff like that, because I'm like, there are a hundred people telling them like their comment sections are probably so nasty. Like yeah. just as many good comments, they're getting people that are like, who do you think you are? You're ugly, you know? Yeah. So even the most gorgeous person in the world is getting criticized, especially in that industry. There are so many, their agent has probably told them they're too fat a hundred times They're, yeah. You know, there've been so many situations where they've been beat the hell down, which is pretty sad. And what I love about Gigi Hadid is, um, 
she is a mole person and so am I. I've got so many moles, so many of them have been removed and she's like covered in them. And I remember different magazines would edit out her moles and she would put the magazine on blast and be like, why did you like Photoshop these out? No, because I, people will see moles as like not beautiful for a model to have. And she was like, I'm moly and I'm here, you know? <laughs> yeah. I get good vibes from her out of anybody in the Hadid family. So please don't. Are you going to change my mind on that? Not really. Well, we'll cover Bella's issues with eating and then we'll get onto their blinds because like these girls have some blinds. Oh, and, no. Okay. So are you more of a Bella or a Gigi girl? Uh, Gigi seems nicer. Okay. Bella to me, she has such a severe look like her face Uh I'm like oh god like you're so pretty you're gonna bully me but I think of her as so empathetic and we did an episode over on Patreon about um the kind of stigma of sisters who have been called the ugly sisters so like Kylie Jenner compared to Kendall or Khloe Kardashian compared to Kim or Bella Hadid compared to Gigi and how all of these sisters are constantly called like the not pretty one like who wore it best they need to catch up and as a result of that all three of them, Bella, Kylie, and Chloe, end up getting massive amounts of plastic surgery, probably because God knows they've been called, you know, the ugly one ever yeah, since they, they were like, like they're living in a shadow their yeah. whole life. That's toxic. And I just think that, you know, people who grow up not having perfectly symmetrical faces, I think you have more character. So like I kind of ride for Bella and I get good, very empathetic vibes from her. I also think that she's probably queer which is why I like her I just like okay I always see see her on a yacht with another model and I'm like there's like a vibe Hmm. there you know um she does have some good quotes what's her when she's shopping for sneakers (laughs) say if homeboy comes through the these he can get it yeah homeboy can get it (laughs) homeboy can get it that was a that's a favorite Bella moment I'm also fascinated by how she and the weekend dated on and off for like four years and she was freaking young I think she had like just turned 18 or something when they started dating and especially the more I find out about him I'm like honestly like kind of judging you for being with him for four years but I'm fascinated to know like what happened in that relationship oh my gosh he's a freak he's an absolute freak yeah I'm scared of him So when it comes to eating, Bella Hadid has also been open about her own eating disorder. She said that when she was in high school, she was prescribed Adderall by a psychiatrist because she couldn't focus. She had brain fog. She now thinks that maybe this wasn't from ADHD, but this was from her Lyme disease, I think, as well. And she said, I was on this calorie counting app, which was like the devil to me. I'd pack my little lunch with my three raspberries, my celery stick. I was just trying, I realize now, to feel in control of myself when I felt so out of control of everything else. What's your take on calorie counting apps? (gasps) I've talked about this on my podcast before because this has been the bane of my existence when I was at my very worst this is the motherfucker to blame for it like my fitness pal can go rotten hell noom go rotten hell like i mean i i know people like uh what's her name tammy with the waters who's that water talk water talk you don't know what water talk is like i know like freely the banana girl i've heard of some of these people no 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 no. these are these southern girls who had this uh, whoa i can't believe you don't know tammy from water talk they're these girls in the deep south they all had bariatric weight loss surgery which means you i don't think you can have soda so they came up with these new ways to like make water taste good okay and they (laughs) just soda streamed i i I know this is so off topic but Uh, let me get this out let me get this out she's so cute tammy so cute anyway they um so they like have to for medical reasons they have to count their calories because they've had some sort of like medical procedure so i'm not saying you guys can't use those things there there's a time and a place yeah but 
for your average girl, I personally never had a good experience. Even my mom would go on these challenges with her friends where it would be like, because she was super active in like the gym growing yeah. up. And she would go on these challenges where it was like, you have to stay in your calorie limit that you've set yourself. And it would be like X amount of calories. And then it would be like, you have to do a workout every day. And then whoever in their f gym community won got you know, a um, cash prize and whoever lost had to do something embarrassing. So she was always gaming the system on these fucking apps. And I would hear every day, my mom would be like, oh, I only have 300 more calories left. What am I gonna eat for dinner? Yeah. And so that stuck with me and I would like, I'm very type A, so I would use it as like a game and be like, oh my God, I have, I have 200 left. I'm the best, most good girl because of this. And then it, it just got so toxic for me or like, I would only have 50 left and be like, fuck, I'm hungry. I'll just go run around the block a hundred times so I can like earn more. And it's just the most devastating thing to think of is that these apps are like fucking with young people's brains so t so toxic. Like I was on my fitness pal when I was 12 years old. Ooh, like yeah. And kids now have phones younger and, and younger, kids have you know? access to that. And it's even like encouraged by so many people. You can get so much information on YouTube. I was like, watching YouTube tutorials on like how to get, you know, like meals to that are only 300 calories because you're like gaming out how much MyFitnessPal gives you. It's, I just couldn't imagine a worse thing for my own mental health. Even today, like I'm, I would never, ever, ever get that back on my phone. Anybody who's watching this and dealing with recovery, yeah. the best thing you can do for yourself is get those fucking apps off your phone. It's horrible. So like, that's a rampage that I can go on for hours because that's how much I hate calorie counting so yeah. much. I'm with, I remember when I was on one of them, oh my God, I was taking two gummy vitamins and I looked at the calories and I was like 15 calories each, like 30, like, is it worth it? And then that's when I had a moment. I was like, oh, this is God. a vitamin. <laughs> like anytime you're looking at the calories for of vitamins, a vitamin, it's like, oh, oh not good. It's time Rice to cake territory. Out. Like, yeah, no, absolutely for not. Real. This episode of Fluently Forward is brought to you by Blissy. I have recently been sleeping on their silk pillowcases. And let me tell you, I didn't think that a pillowcase would make such a difference in my life, but it really does. I feel like the main thing that I appreciate about it is I have talked before, I have such an emotional relationship with my hair and my skin like we all do. And it feels like such a waste to do your hair and then put on your skincare and then put your face on a regular pillow where all of it gets wiped off and you wake up and your hair is a mess and you're like, there we go. I spent an hour on this and then I muffed it up throughout the night. And the Blissy Silk pillowcases are fantastic. They're temperature regulating. It reduces frizz, tangles, hair breakage. It also keeps the moisture in your hair and on your skin because silk does not absorb moisture off of your face. So anyone who's got those multi-step skincare routines, like me, this is great for it. So if you wanna check out the Blissy Silk pillowcases, they are the best on the market. Great gift for anyone too. You can go to blissy.com fluently and get an additional 30% off. That is B-L-I-S-S-Y.com slash fluently or use code fluently and get 30% off. So Bella Hadid was diagnosed with, I'm not going to pronounce it correctly, babesiosis. It's an infection of the red blood cells. It usually spreads by ticks. It can occur with Lyme disease. And 
one day I really do want to have, I want to have a doctor come on the podcast and we can talk about lupus and Lyme disease and just everything like that because I'm interested. it's such a, I do believe that these celebrities have these illnesses, but at the same time, there's so many ways that a celebrity will say, oh, I can't perform because dehydration or exhaustion. And it always just means that they're on drugs. So like, I want somebody <laughs> to tell me like, you know, or Selena Gomez with lupus. I'm convinced she got a chin implant. It looks good. And people are like, lupus did that. I'm like, I don't know if lupus makes your chin pointy like that. Like, I, I know that it does. Whoa. You know, the steroids can swell your face. I know that, it you know, but your hands can But she's kind of swollen for years, though. A little bit. It's And it's so hard, too, with plastic surgery. Oh because, like, I just know Selena Gomez has gotten some stuff done. But you don't want to say something if it's like Oh, a, that's anyway. so awkward. I ride for Selena till the end of time. Really? I think she's kind of becoming a little bit problematic <gasps> right now. Oh, that's a... Or what? at least, like, her jig is up of being, like, the nice Disney good girl. You think? Wait, why? She's a little bit of a um, homewrecker. Really? Yeah. Have you seen her with Orlando Bloom or Justin Theroux? Or what? Of, yeah. Oh, she gets into it. No way. Yeah. Stop it. Well, her reputation was good in my mind. <laughs> I was like, I'm just like her for real. She's the blind item queen. She's Stop. She has, like, the messy blind item. Her team must be so good, though. They're the best. Because it's, like, hidden, locked, sealed. Yeah. I just always see her as the victim. Yeah. Most people are like, oh, the wizard from Waverly Place. <laughs> Alex like, Russo? The drug addict <laughs> from Hollywood. What? She's a drug addict? Yeah. I'll send you a couple episodes. Yeah. It'll blow your mind. I don't even want to know, actually. All right. All right. Keep it to yourself. Keep it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. What else about Bella? She, what really gets to me, too, is that this is another quote of Bella. She says, when you are forced to be perfect every day in every picture, you start to look at yourself and need to see perfection at all times. And it's just not possible. That month off for modeling was really helpful for me. And I really feel for Bella Hadid in these interviews when she's talking about all of this and she's a damn hard worker like she has a great reputation as a model she has an incredible work ethic it probably comes from like a you know workaholic type of place younger sister yes like always trying to catch up mm -hmm. but I just think to myself stop modeling like I feel so bad for you and I don't want to feel bad for you and you don't want to feel bad either and you don't have to do this like post one picture a month on Instagram and make your entire salary like you don't have to be a model and if it's bad for you you could just be an investor like you have money you could be a horseback rider you could really so do anything you want no it's I feel hard, that yeah. I feel that in my teens I would model for like so this is like such a shitty comparison this is like oh my I god were you an Abercrombie model no 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 just in Utah everybody owns like a local boutique so like the the boutique modeling industry in Utah when I was a teenager was really big so that was like literally my job I made like I paid for my college by just like doing shitty boutique modeling and it was so hard for me because I was always like the biggest model there and it like gave me so many issues but like even I could pull the plug doing like shitty local work where like nobody was bullying and harassing me like I can't believe that she hasn't pulled the plug if it's really that hard for her yeah it's crazy it's wild to me and I do think certain celebrities get addicted to certain things like not just drugs and alcohol but addicted to the spotlight I always think why doesn't Demi Lovato leave Hollywood like it sh I could love to see her take a year off you know yeah, or Bella Hadid like leaving model I think they just get like addicted to the lifestyle and the routine and you mm, know having yeah. to stay at a certain place or their place. teams are probably pretty hardcore yeah you, your team is and their parents <laughs> they're yeah. almond and moms their parents. yeah yeah okay Yolanda's pulling some strings back there Absolutely. the only thing that gets me about Bella is that she's always trying to be like 
I love pizza. I love yes. burgers. And that shit is just, I mean, I don't know what's worse. Acting like you eat junk food all the time or being like, no, I didn't eat for four days for this runway. I don't know what's more toxic, but I just feel like it's annoying that she's lying. I, I'm with you. It's annoying in a way that I've tried to like put this into words so many times. What I really hate is when I see a picture of like a model or a celebrity like eating a piece of pizza in like a gown or something being like, oh, I'm so quirky. <laughs> I'm so relatable. Because it's like straddling the lines of they want to reap the rewards of being relatable yeah. without having any of the other parts that come with show me your pit stains show me your camel toe show me your upper <laughs> hair lip it's like you only want to take like the sexiest part of like relatability which is like the pizza as an accessory or like sticking your tongue out or something but then every other part is flawless and it's like if you're gonna get those relatability points like i'm gonna have to see some true shit or just steer into the skid and be like a bond girl the entire time go angelina jolie with it i'll watch that too but i don't want you coming for the brand of us people you know <laughs> us the mortals please yeah don't. it's like when mila kunis talks about like using groupons and stuff i'm like that's nice for you but also like shut the fuck up like <laughs> your house was on architectural digest like groupons like those are for us don't take groupons. my coupon hey bitch there's only a limited supply this month for the laser away yeah. okay <laughs> don't be greedy oh my god like imagine serving mila kunis and she like whips out a coupon <laughs> to like pay for it which like is in her right to do it's just there's something that feels i know i mean it. it's hard because basically <laughs> they're damned if they do damned if they don't but yeah so it's like i don't know what the answer is but i just know it makes my skin crawl exactly <laughs> so so um oh and then also bella hadib really shouted out victoria's secret saying that they promoted an unhealthy body image that victoria's secret um, really made her feel a lot of insecurities. If she was asked to do it again, she doesn't think that she would be strong enough to stand in her power and do it. Oh, wow. And I think, have you seen those um, re-aired commercials where like back in the day, obviously Victoria's Secret was getting some flack for having the skinniest people alive be the images of like sex appeal. And they would put out these videos kind of talking back at the haters or something. And the models would be like, you know, <laughs> I forget the exact quotes, but they would be like, if these videos make you feel com like uncomfortable, like you're just insecure, like be happier with yourself. What? And now they've come out and been like, oh my God, everything with Victoria's Secret was like airbrushed and fake. We just thought people knew that. And it's like, no, we didn't. Cause you never talked about it. Cause you act like it was natural and lanky and beautiful and sexy. God, and I don't even think now they're trying to like appeal to Gen Z and it's just so cringeworthy. I don't know why they wouldn't just like be done. get rid of the brand and then build a new, a new one, one with a different name with the same people to like God. throw people off that's what i think every time i pass it in the mall it still feels like it's straight out of 2003 and i still feel insecure going in there and i'm like now 30 like when i was a kid i was like i don't belong here and now i'm an adult and i'm like i still don't who does belong in here no one it's so uncomfortable being in there are you serious every girl that worked there was like terrifying it's like the girl who it's like basically like working in an mlm i feel like for some reason because yes. they're always trying to get some commission and out of you always want to measure your they chest always <laughs> want to touch your titties it's so they're annoying with it. and then you're always like i think i'm like a b cup and a victoria's no. secret i'm like past a d to the moon you know <laughs> bazoongas at victoria's secret all right are you ready to dive into some blind items about let's get into it Gigi and bella so bella hadid has 
been not seen for a while. Had you heard about this? No. She hadn't like posted for months. People were like, where is Bella? Where is Bella? She has shared kind of updates on TikTok saying that she was suffering from a tooth infection. And those teeth infections, if you don't take care of them, they can spread. I remember reading like old history pieces where you know they would send letters back like George Washington blah 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 and they would be like yeah like John Adams couldn't do anything for the month of March because he had a toothache and back in the day if you had a toothache like like you were out for a month basically so oh my god maybe it was her tooth but this blind item says this barely there celebrity from a family of barely there celebrities hasn't been seen in a while because they are in rehab and I've heard about different boyfriends she has allegedly having trouble with drugs so maybe that happened god well i wouldn't be able to be that skinny without drugs so yeah. i don't know 100 100 percent. this was another one kind of related to the almond mom of it it says about bella this barely their celebrity offspring was bragging that she lived off of cigarettes and water for the week leading up to milan fashion week she said her mom was really proud and oh, I do. God, who else could that even be? I, right? Oh. And it's funny because people will compare Yolanda Hadid to Kris Jenner. And Kris is always saying to the kids, like, did you eat enough? Did you eat enough? Like, have more food. Yeah. And Yolanda's doing the opposite, which is funny because you know Yolanda, like, wants her kids to be the next Kardashians. Kris <laughs> Jenner just seems more like a typical mom. She does, which is so funny because, like, she does have – she legitimately does take 10%, like, from her daughters. <laughs> but she just does seem like a real mom. And also, they kind of make fun of her. And I feel like the Hadids would be terrified, terrified. to make fun no. of Yolanda. So scared of her. Yeah, they, they like, flat-out disrespect Like, Chris. the thoughts to me that maybe Yolanda has seen my shit because it's always in the same articles like yeah. criticizing her is <laughs> makes my skin crawl I'm always waiting for a cease and desist I'm like oh you can like feel her I'm, vibes. I'm, I'm scared I know she's lurking she would get like a water bottle filled of uh goat milk and like throw it at you or something yeah, yeah and pelt you with almonds <laughs> scared now there's a lot of different blind items about Bella Hadid yachting do you know what that is Okay, I always see her on a yacht, so... Okay, well, yachting in the blind item world is basically selling ass to older men for money. What? Yeah, well, this is like a whole blind item thing. And oh, God. there have always been these blind items about Bella Hadid entertaining her father's investors and, like, yachting and, like, selling ass. Now, there's always blind items about different celebrities doing this. People are unhinged online, and they ended up, like, full-on tagging Bella Hadid in this and being like at Bella is it true which to me the one rule of blind items is you keep it to yourself like you text it to a friend you like oh talk about God. it in a corner of the internet I like block celebrities from my stuff like this isn't for them but people so many people brought it up to Bella Hadid that I think she ended up commenting on it on TikTok and being like it's not true or something imagine having to say that you're not selling ass to your dad's business partner shut up so do you think she's just covering it up and it's true or do you think it's fake I don't know and it's also the what when people talk about the concept of yachting it's such a spectrum right like I have heard of moments where women get paid to come on a yacht for a day and like you take photos with guys and you're like the arm candy and you look pretty gotcha. and then i've heard of people where it's like full-on sign a contract come out here let me take a shit on you for a quarter million <laughs> something like that when you already have that much money how is that worthwhile that's crazy i think it is i mean you hear of you know these influencers being sugar babies and then you hear of yachting specifically with these like c-list celebrities where maybe 
you know, you were obsessed with Smallville and now you're a billionaire, so you get to say that you could have sex with the girl from Smallville. Like, to oh me, honestly, gosh. it makes a lot of sense. Like, it's a great way to grab an easy $200,000 for a weekend. Like, who wouldn't want to do that? I feel like Bella like Hadid. If morals. I had Bella Hadid <laughs> money, I would be like, mm, I'll hang here. But I think the real tea on the Hadids is that they don't have that much money because <gasps> their dad is kind of a little bit of a grifter who's lost a lot of his money so they really do need the girls to be working and I think that's kind of like a thread that people say it's like oh they wish that they couldn't be modeling but they have to because their mom doesn't really do anything she lives off of them the dad isn't doing anything and ever since the brother stopped dating Dua Lipa I don't really know what he does oh god so who knows they really said anchors away yeah anchors away on that yacht train Today's episode of Fluently Forward is brought to you by Chime. It is summertime, and summertime usually comes with a lot of costs. You could be traveling, you could be going to a million and a half weddings, but if you are looking to start building up your credit in this summer, I cannot recommend Chime more. Chime has the Credit Builder Visa credit card with no annual fees, interest, or a credit check to apply. You can use it everywhere that Visa credit cards are accepted, and you can build credit using your own money other features with the chime checking account you can get paid up to two days earlier you have fee free overdraft with spot me and you can also ditch the monthly fees because chime has no monthly minimum balance or overdraft fees you can also send and receive money you can pay your friends through chime no matter what bank account they use and you can cash out your money fee free so if you want to start building your credit up you can open a chime checking account with at least a 200 dollars qualifying direct deposit to get started so get started at chime.com fluently that is chime.com fluently the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by stride bank member fdic chime checking account and 200 dollars qualifying direct deposit required to apply out of network atm withdrawal fees may apply on-time payment history may have a positive impact on your credit score Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. There was different um, blind items about when Bella Hadid was dating her boyfriend, Mark, about how they were, quote, this blind item says, popping oxy like crazy on an international flight, trying to make that heroin withdrawal a little easier. Bella Hadid is always dating people who have drugs around them. I mean, she dated The weekend for four oh years, for Christ's sake. Well, I'm sure it's hard to get away from that in Hollywood. Yes, but you know who weirdly is never involved with drugs, um, Leonardo DiCaprio. What? Wasn't he all up in this blind item? Leonardo? Yeah. No, he, I mean, he will, he's in blind items for, you know, dating young Uh models and things like that, not being able to stay hard, things like that. (laughs) But he is never, he never wants to be associated with drugs. And there was even a blind item here because obviously there were rumors of him with Gigi Hadid. Yeah. And this was basically saying that, um, the rumors of him and Gigi Hadid weren't true because he doesn't like to be around anyone who's using drugs. So this is that blind item. One of the other things this barely there celebrity has against her when trying to land the A-list mostly movie actor is her past history with drugs. Think of her with saying. Um, Whether using them or being around them, our actor is almost puritanical over the past 15 years about keeping them far from him or at least the illusion that they are far from him. Earlier him would have been fine with it, but not current him. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the least per- the last person I would have expected to be wholesome. Me too. Well, not wholesome, but not on drugs. Yeah, but sober. Like he's sober. Or at least sober when king. It comes to drugs. Um, now there were a bunch of different blind items about Leo and Gigi dating. Did you believe that they were together when you saw it? No. Right, and they were always like weird. Also, you can't get a good photo of him anywhere because he's always wearing that damn hat. Like <laughs> he has a custom made hat that always it covers more of his face than like a normal baseball cap would, and he oh, wears it out everywhere. Oh, that's smart. But there were these like funny blind items, basically saying that Yolanda Hadid was over the moon that Gigi was being linked to Leonardo DiCaprio. This was the funniest blind item. This oh my like, God, I'm sure it was her best day ever. <laughs> She's throwing me? almonds in the air and dancing. Yeah, she was like messaging people making TikToks about it. She's like, hey, can I boost your video? <laughs> I'll send you $1,000 to promote your video. She's paying for spam bots. She's yeah. like, like this one, get it like going. This one. Like she does the South Park clips, you know how those spam? She's, she's doing like <laughs> she's- ASMR at the bottom, duetting it. <laughs> She's cutting soap next to the video so, like, more people see them, like, squeezing slime. She has 20 accounts that do that. (laughs) I could see it. This one really got to me because I was like, I could see myself doing this. It said, at one point this week, the former housewife was stopped from photoshopping photos of one of her children out on a date with this A-plus A-list actor. I would, if I was a celebrity, I would Photoshop myself with like someone famous and be like, how did this end up on the internet? Who did this? It's the same account that's doing the soap cutting. Yes. How did this happen? I have no idea. That's actually so funny. That one, iconic. I love her for that. Yeah. And then all the other blinds basically just said that, you know, Yolanda's trying to spin this Gigi Leo rumor, but she's obviously too old for him (laughs) and that um once again rumors of him a very young model spent the better part of two hours earlier this week trying to get this a-list actor erect so where does that leave the barely famous celebrity and that's another piece of blind item lore is that leonardo dicaprio just like doesn't get hard okay i believe that he's like 100 years old (laughs) and he's had so many partners at that point what what else is there to like get it going maybe god is like your dick can only get erect like five thousand times in a year and he like blew through that by the time he was 26 fuck fuck i somebody slid into my dms and their friend had hooked up with leonardo dicaprio (gasps) and they said it was just so play by i think we talked about this over on patreon but they said it was so play by play where like literally he spotted her out a guy came up, said, like, Leo spotted you. Can you sign a contract? She, like, signed an NDA. And then they said that, <laughs> and I don't know how much I believe of this, but they said that she was asked to go into the room and get on all fours and just look at the wall ahead and not look back. And you've heard the rumors about him having sex with headphones on. No. That's, like, the thing that he does. Like, he has sex with headphones on. He doesn't like to look or see the girl. He just likes to get in there and get out. Like, he just kind of almost, like, disassociates or something. But my source said that this girl (laughs) came in, and he, like, got behind her and was having sex with her. And after a while, she was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to turn around and look. (laughs) I don't know if this is true, but it's funny. She said he was wearing a VR headset. matter to pick a certain girl then if i'm a celebrity i'm trying to hedge my risk just pick one girl if i'm gonna do vr anyway isn't that crazy (laughs) i always wonder with that too like when you hear of celebrities hooking up with and i'm sure it probably comes down to like the variety and the power yeah i would just pick the four hottest women i had ever seen in my life and be like you're all on retainer like wouldn't that be enough that would be safe 
Maybe you wouldn't be getting all smarter. these chronic illnesses. I'd also get a vasectomy so quick. <laughs> I like wouldn't have a this Drake situation. This is terrifying. What is happening? If I'm Leonardo DiCaprio, oh God, I'm. See, that's how these small dick rumors circulate, or these yeah. can't get hard rumors circulate. Yeah, because you're put it away. You're showing it put to it everybody. Away. Everybody knows. Yeah. I bet like a quarter of the population in New York is like, oh yeah has had an experience yeah a little a little uh, they could form like a facebook group or something and for him and timothy chalamet yeah exactly <laughs> i had this actor playing in me <laughs> now do you remember when Gigi hadid was dating cody simpson back in the day oh yeah, yeah yeah so there was a video of them allegedly doing cocaine now they spoke out against the video and they were it was like a dj i feel like it was in vegas and there was like a dj booth and they were behind it let me tell you, I watched the video. We'll put it up on Instagram this week. They're doing cocaine. It's like, I've seen people do cocaine. I've done cocaine. Like, I know what it is. And it's just so funny that celebrities will be caught red-handed, white-nosed, and be like, no, I was just sniffing the table. Like, they lean down, and they sniff the table. And you want to, like, you just wish somebody could ask them, if you're not doing cocaine, what were you doing? Why were you rubbing your nose on a flat surface? Like, Okay, but I do understand defending that for your life because as somebody from boring religious middle America, mm. I know New York girls, you're like, oh, that's a Saturday night. The rest <laughs> of us are like, oh my goodness gracious, they were doing what? You know, that's like my reaction to that. So yeah, yeah if I'm a celebrity caught doing coke, I'm defending my life because I've lost all of my middle America fan Yeah, base. they're all gone. Do you remember when uh, Kim Kardashian had lines of coke in the background of one of her <laughs> Snapchat photos? And I think she said that it was like eye sh like an eyeshadow powder or something like that. And we were like, then why was it cut up in little lines? <laughs> like nobody does that to their eyeshadow. Beauty secrets. <laughs> no, that's like the Disney stars all wearing purity rings back in the day. Yeah. Or like when Hannah Montana turned into like can't be tamed and oh, yeah. it was like national news. Like what are they doing to our children? Yeah. Like the thing about a purity ring is that like once it's on, it comes off and then everybody knows you got doinked down. So it's just like, it's so not a winning thing. It's like crazy. What do you mean? No, if I'm a Disney star who I am putting on the facade, I'm keeping that ring on till I get married. <laughs> who gives a fuck what I do? I'm keeping my middle America fan base. Those people in Oklahoma are going to fucking love me till yeah. the end of the day. Come on. I pair it with the chastity. You're like, I have a ring on all fingers. So this one means like, you know. Yeah, no, I think I would kill it in the Bible Belt, okay? I think you would. And it's interesting, too. Like, you, you have to know your audience and that's stick true. with it. I really that's think you true. do. That's true. Who so do you think is the celebrity that's, like, most hated by middle America? Most hated by middle America? People hate Kim Kardashian in middle America. Oh, I would have thought that, like, they all watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. No, because I think the normals of us have jobs, and to see somebody be the, like, poster child of being famous without having a job yeah. is, like, pretty agitating. <laughs> so it's more like fans of like the bachelor or like regular people on reality shows rather than like billionaires on reality shows yeah i think so and also kim kardashian got famous for a sex tape so yeah. middle america does not like that and then also like i feel like those of us from normalsville we hate to see like the excess and the wealth and the baby daddies and all of that like middle america doesn't like that shit so i feel like yeah. and kim kardashian is just so easily accessible to like rag on i feel like it's any any, like, 40-year-old dad in Oklahoma is like, oh, yeah, fuck Kim Kardashian, you know? Yeah, and you're right. I mean, have you seen her sex tape? No! I, obviously, for... I've seen it 
uh, parts of it. No, just kidding. No, well, just kidding. I, I watched it like a couple months ago for work. <laughs> and um, Work files. <laughs> work files, exactly. Don't open. The most surprising thing about it is that it's not just a sex tape. It's a vlog. It's like a 40-minute long vlog. Like, they're at the beach. They're talking. They're at dinner. Like, it's basically like an OnlyFans vlog. And there's, like, a little bit of sex in it. But a lot of it, I was like, wow, I'm really seeing the resort. Like, you got, like, a full tour. Wait, was it maybe an accident then if it's so many things? I've heard rumors that, like, Chris literally edited it and, like, put it out there. Um, I mean, I think it was done on purpose. You know, you don't accidentally film stuff like that, but who knows? Who knows? I know girls who have accidentally posted nudes on Snapchat stories. It's easy. The buttons are so close together. They're so close together. And if you're, I've seen people post like videos of bath bombs and they're like, hold, oh, everything's (laughs) in the reflection, you know, on accident. And they realize that later. Dangerous game. That is really funny too. I bet some people like go through the bath bombs hashtag and they're yeah. like zooming in for a like, little rogue one. Look at this gorgeous lush cosmetics. Whoa. Yeah. Lush. Lush. lush real lush. Um and then there was just some more different blinds about um the celebrity offspring of this foreign born part time reality star slash full time a hole are hiding his money for him. They're also spending it like crazy. So one day we're gonna have to do an episode all about the money of the Hadid family because it really goes back and forth. Um, Then we also had a blind item here. The entire family who you got to know because the mom was a housewife are not vaccinated. And I do find that interesting, the world of toxic clean eating and wellness in terms of like denying medicine and vaccines. There's a lot of people in that grouping. God, that that fascinates me. And that's like what I'm getting into in the upcoming episodes of my podcast, because Mm. there is so much hippy dippy wellness, but also like rejecting proven scientific shit for something that you saw in like a random blog post that has no research or proof behind it. That is just always the most annoying thing to me. Oh, my God. To be fair, the covid vaccine was 500 calories. (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine somebody's like oh gotta diet around this and the last thing we'll end on have you heard speaking of hippy dippy wellness there was a podcast i forget what it was i feel like it was like one of those dear media podcasts where somebody Mm -hmm. was talking about how lyme disease is like a spiritual gift what i'll send it to you like there was somebody was where basically somebody was like lyme disease was like brought to us by the aliens so like if you have lyme disease it actually means you're like a star seed and it's like a very holy thing so do you think the hadids believe that i think they're aliens (laughs) i think think they're definitely star seeds among us wow yeah and maybe almonds is like from their home planet yeah Yeah. do you think if i eat enough i can get Lyme disease and be famous. Yeah, you could breathe in outer space. <gasps> yeah, everything. Guys, well, just two almonds and chew them really well. That's the thing. We haven't been chewing them Chewing them well, them well <laughs> enough. That's <laughs> it. Chewing. Well, case closed then. So there we go. So we'll have to see what happens with the Hadids. I really hope Gigi and Bella get out of modeling in the next couple of years. I know. Um, I hope they take care of themselves. But we'll see what happens, and we'll see, you know, how long the almond mom facade continues, and if Gigi Hadid's <laughs> baby is being fed like, you know, portion puree and stuff like that. Oof, what a treat! So, Tyler, thank you for coming on. Let everybody know where they can check out your podcast. And yes, find you. thanks so much for having me on. We are going to do an episode on Ozempic yes. on my podcast, The Almond Pod. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple, and then you can also follow my personal social media just at Tyler Bender.
thanks so much guys awesome thanks bye guys <laughs>